talking, talking with Trevor, talking with David, talking with Hannah, talking, 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 talking with everyone today. All right, welcome to this episode of The Weekly. I'm here with um, a couple of nerds, uh, Hannah Koschel, David Isle, and John Hyatt, um, a handful of uh, really uh, wonderful folks that I call you, calling you nerd is a term of endearment, so. Um, thank you. Yeah, so tell us, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, what your role is at the church, and your favorite, uh, your go-to dance move at a wedding reception. Mm. Mm-hmm. David, I think you should definitely yeah. go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go first. All right. Um, David Allen, the Connections Pastor. Um, he's a good two dance move. Yeah. Um, I like either the Sea Walk. You guys know what the Sea Walk is? The two step? Yeah, yeah, the Sea Walk. Oh, yeah. I like either the Sea Walk or the classic sprinkler. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. My name is Hannah Koschel, and I am the children's ministry director. And I don't know that my dancers really have a name. It'd be like Napoleon Dynamite-esque, like white girl status. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. Swims. <laughs> By the most, let the rhythm take you over. Yes. As, as Enrique. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should restart this podcast. <laughs> no. okay. um, I'm John. I'm a pastoral resident uh, with uh, missions and outreach. And my go-to move is standing as close to the food line as possible <laughs> from the moment I enter the reception space, even at my own wedding. And we thank you for that. <laughs> so um, let's, uh, let's go around again and just talk about how, how you got connected with our church. Uh, David, we know how you got connected with the church because you and I planted this thing together. Uh, but more specifically, Hannah and John, how did you guys get connected with Groove Station? Um, I got connected with Groove Station pretty early on, I guess before the launch even happened. I was going to North Greenville University, uh, just kind of wrestling through some things. Um, had met David um, as he moved into uh, Greenville again um, and was just encouraged to reach out to these two guys and, and just tell them that I would be willing to do whatever they needed me to do. And they've told me plenty of things to do over the past four years. That we have. Yeah. <laughs> so my boyfriend at the time, now husband, and I started attending when we were um, students at North Greenville University. We heard about the church through friends um, at North Greenville, and at the time we are transitioning out of another church to find one closer to the school, and we attended it. We attended Grace Station our first Sunday of like visiting churches, and we both looked at each other after our first visit. We're like, "Yep, this is where we belong," and so we've been here for about I think going on two and a half years, which is crazy. And little did you know when you came that you would be roped into being overworked and underpaid (laughs) in children's ministry. It is a blessing. It's for sure a blessing. Is there anything about children's ministry that makes you especially excited right now? Um, 
Oh gosh, yes. There's a lot of exciting things happening um, in our children's ministry. So with our move to Chandler Creek, we um, were able to expand our children's ministry to start providing classrooms for children up through second grade. Where previously at our old space, we were only able to go up to four-year-olds. And so um, very thankful that the Lord provided Chandler Creek and that space so that we could expand our opportunity of ministry for our children. Um, and with those classes, we've started implementing new curriculum. So in our three-year-old class and our preschool class, we are now doing New City Catechism, which I'm really excited about. And our parents and families have really jumped on board and um, it's just cool to get messages from parents about the kids singing the new catechism songs and um, having kids come up to me memorizing the, the memory verses with the catechism, just really seeing the fruit of that. Um, I mean, I could keep going. There's a lot happening. We're raising up new leaders in our children's ministry, uh, which I'm really excited about, um, equipping our body to help carry the load and seeing people able to work and their giftings and serve the body in new ways so all kinds of cool things going on yeah that's fantastic and what we wanted to primarily emphasize on this episode is the the move to Chandler Creek and celebrate uh, some of the new opportunities that it brings us both in increasing our capacity as Hannah mentioned to expand our children's classrooms and in the additional uh, service opportunities in the community that mm-hmm. it affords us so David, tell us a little bit about the move, uh, why we made the move, and um, what excites you most about the move. Yeah, so um, I think the why is something that all of our people um, could answer like a year and a half, two years ago. Why, why do we need to move? And that was just because we were we were simply out of space on Sunday mornings. But I think what we were all surprised about was, um, number one, that we would be meeting in a school well, you know, before we started looking, we would never have thought that we were going to go into a school. But then number two, that it would provide us opportunities to, you know, be like a launching pad for ministry rather than just a venue that we rent mm-hmm. um, on Sundays. So, um, you know, it's funny how God works. It's like there's always a, a reasoning in our minds for why we need something and why we need to move. But then he always seems to work things out and, you know, in a bigger manifesto than we could imagine to where, all right, well, we need kid space. We need more space for worshipers on Sunday morning, you know, to, to sit down and feel like there's room for them. But um, it's provided us a whole lot more than we imagined. So um, what's good about it, I mean, you know, the, like I said, the, it seems like we've quadrupled our classroom space for kids. We've provided a playground, we've provided a, a gym. We've, you know, all of that wonderfulness. And then we've also... Uh, basically doubled our worship space and um, and the whole building is clean and um, you know less dingy we can read our Bibles and you know so it's so in all those ways it's, it's just so good um, so it's just like kind of the cherry on top that we actually get to build relationships with the principal and with the students and Lord willing with their parents and um, and then have just kind of an ear into the community and um, which schools tend to be, you know, that connection for churches to really know what's going on in the neighborhoods and and um, well, you did you you mentioned that you did a little bit of research 
I remember you speaking yeah. to that about some of the statistics that surround. Yeah. Like generally, what we see when when churches meet in schools. Mm-hmm. Do you recall any of those offhand? Those yeah, times? I mean it's a it's kind of a broad statistic, but um, some of the church planning stuff that I remember reading was that within the first five years of a church plant, churches that gather in school facilities versus in any other kind of a facility for Sunday morning worship grow twice as much numerically. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the interpretation of that is that it's it really is the relationships and that it naturally makes a church kind of bent towards serving a community, loving a community, mm-hmm. um, because it's not just a venue, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, there's a, there's a very, like, um, specific uh, dot on the map that is, like, this is this is where we can, mm-hmm. that, that can be that kind of ground zero for ministry. And everybody knows where it's at. Yeah. You, know, you invite people there, and, and then folks with children, you know, it's kind of, oh, well, it's a school building, so, you know, a little bit more comfortable with that, and so, yeah, there's a lot of, it's in very much, in many ways, it's, it's a community center, so. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. What you, Hannah, what, what is excites you about the move? Coming to this, reiterate some of the things that, that David mentioned. Um, I think just the, obviously, just the space in and of itself, being able to quadruple our kids space specifically has already provided um, just a better atmosphere for our children to learn in Um, and it has with that expansion of classrooms it has opened up new opportunities for more people to get involved Mm. in serving at our church and you see that across the board I mean we've expanded our volunteer slots in almost every ministry um, and so being able to plug people in being able to plug people from our body and to directly have a part in um, what happens each Sunday morning and so many benefits within our church but then also um, outside of our church being like David said having that direct connection to the community um, being able to even have relationship with the teachers whose space we're using from week to week um, and just it being a conversation starter of okay well why are you here what are you doing that type of a thing um, and then thirdly I would say just the ministry opportunities like David said um, and John can probably speak to that just specifically with mentor upstate and having a platform to love the people who serve our community so well the teachers and other faculty and staff at Chandler Creek, really seeing um, it as a partnership, um, not with, not just only with the school, but with our community at, hmm. at large, since the school is very much a major representation of our community, uh, being able to really lean into that and um, just kind of be tapped in, in the needs of the community and that type of a thing that schools um, are very knowledgeable of and being able to help meet those needs that we're aware of. That's great. Yeah, so when we when we um, first arrived at Chandler Creek, one of the ways that we spoke about it and continue to speak about it is that it's not just the backdrop to the ministry, that it's not just a venue that we're meeting mm-hmm. in, but it is, um, it is a very specific um, sphere of ministry. And one of, the, one of the opportunities that surfaced pretty early on was uh, Mentor Upstate. Uh, John, why don't you tell us a little bit about Mentor Upstate and what excites you about 
Mentor Upstate? Yeah, um, Mentor Upstate is a program run by the Frazee Center, which is an after-school program that started in um, downtown Greenville, South Carolina, and they've kind of expanded across the Upstate into different programs. And the way Mentor Upstate works is that they take schools and partner with them, and the schools identify students that are maybe in need of a little bit more um, adult role models, a little bit of stability in the home, or just a positive influence, and then Mentor Upstate partners those students with mentors that sign up for the program. And the mentor just comes in, spends about half an hour a week during lunch with the student, just talking to him, getting to know a little bit about his or her life, uh, getting to ask questions and just be positive and be friendly to the student. And then that relationship can actually go beyond just that half hour a week and expand into other areas of life where the mentor can even meet the student's parents and begin to develop relationships outside of the lunchroom cafeteria. And so for us, as we think about Chandler Creek being a, a launch pad into Greer, there just doesn't seem to be a, a easier avenue for us to, to take. We already have a few folks who are working within Chandler Creek that are on staff or on faculty there. And we get to just continue to just put folks into the hallways of the school mm. and just continue to build relationships and really be not just for Greer in, in the abstract, but before Chandler Creek and before the students mm. yeah. in the particular. Mm. That's really good. I mean, you think about um, you think about the coming of Jesus and you think about John's, the prologue of John and the emphasis John makes on the word becoming flesh and dwelling among us. And there's a, there's a, like a clear emphasis that Jesus took on a body and was present. Um, and I think that the, I think there's, there's some, some lessons for ministry there that there is a, there, there's something that just can't be accomplished in any other way than just by being present. And uh, and settings where there's ministry opportunities, and I think that's one thing that I am excited about personally. Like with with Jude, my my oldest, he just began kindergarten at Chandler Creek. Um, it's been fun just being on Chandler Creek's campus and just kind of consistently kind of being a presence there, um, and getting to uh, interact regularly with administration, with Miss Mills, the principal. Um, getting to meet the custodial staff uh, on Sunday and then seeing me in there in the week when I'm visiting the kid that I'm mentoring or visiting Jude. It's just, uh, I, I love that we, we just get to have a presence on the campus there. Um, yeah, If I go ahead. Trevor, one thing that I love um, and how we're approaching it is that we're not there to establish our name as a church or to use it as a promotional opportunity. Um, to say we are the church at Greer Station, come visit our church. But this, we are a church who is for you and who wants to love and serve you. Um, so if that leads you to come and visit, praise the Lord. If it doesn't and we're just able to serve you and show Jesus to you for that day, praise the Lord for that. Um, and that's what I think ministry is about. Local church ministry is being local. And that's one of our plumb lines of, of as a church is to love our city with an eye to the nations and so what a wonderful tangible way we can live that out um, and just just love just love and show Jesus that's contagious you know absolutely 
Yeah, with, so, so with, the, with the move, there's all sorts of things to celebrate. There also come challenges. Yeah. So why don't you guys, David, speak to the challenges that come with moving to Chandler Creek. Yeah, and as you can imagine, moving to a, a different space and then when I actually looked at it on paper, it's, it's all across the board. It's twice as much square footage as what we had before. So, um, you know, with much power comes much responsibility. <laughs> we, we've, had, we've had to ramp up a lot of our serve teams on Sunday mornings um, just to increase care for guests and be able to direct, you know, folks through the space. And we've had to, because we're adding classrooms, we've had to add. So, I mean, really kudos to our people. Like it has been a challenge, but, um, but I think that, that most of our folks have, have tried to, to, um, you know, see the scriptures and like first Peter four ten says, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. And, um, you know, we all have variations of God's grace and it all looks different, some more than others, and but that's okay, like we all use our gifts. And so I think that like the challenge is, okay, now we do have more opportunities to serve, but it's not just more of the same, like hmm. there's some variation into what the needs are in the church. So so I don't know, like it is a, it is a challenge, but at the same time it's also an opportunity, I think, for you know, for people to use their gifts in ways that they didn't maybe think of in the past, or maybe people with different gifts can kind of step into things and and use them in, in unique ways, and um, and so I think that that's a, that's a wonderful thing, and um, you know, one really one of the big challenges that's just simply uh, hard work is just the fact that we're in a trailer now. <clears throat> you know, we're loading in and we're loading out, so. Um, Really appreciate the, those guys, the the, um, the setup and teardown team. <clears throat> it's a continued challenge, you know, that, that we're not wearing our people down um, to the metal, and uh, you know that that we're continuing to reproduce more people in, on that team. And um, but I do think that there's something about that challenge that is, I don't know. I guess like just like you would want to, you know. Just like when you swing an axe to chop your own wood, it kind of produces some character in you. I think that, you know, when you really put your nose to the grindstone and, and work hard and even sweat for Jesus, <laughs> that that there's something that it does in us, you know what I mean? Um, to make us more sacrificial, to make us, um, you know, really prioritize his kingdom over our own. And um, so these are challenges. Um, and, and even, I guess, on a just a mission, um, you know, perspective and, and kind of mentally for us, the challenge is to kind of shift those gears of, this is not just a place we show up on Sunday mornings. This is not just a place that we rent, you know, and, um, and then check out of, um, although we all along have said that our community is our mission field. Um, now we have like a very laser focused kind of center, you know what I mean? Like that's why I kind of referred to as like community center for us to kind of use as ground zero for ministering to the community. So I think that's the, that's a challenge, you know? Like, that, that's a good challenge for us. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, and um, folks frequently ask us, you know, what's our what's our long-term plan? You know, do we, is, do we have any parameters around how long we want to be at Chandler Creek? Are we looking at getting a building one day? Are we looking into properties and things? And, and 
And, you know, I think long-term we would say that, yes, we would like to settle down eventually. Um, but we also want to, like, really own where we are right now. Like, really own the fact that we're at Chandler Creek. Really own the fact that God has put us here and that he has orchestrated um, us to be at Chandler Creek during this season. And we, we want to leave it better than we found it. Yeah. And um, I think that we, we have some, some neat opportunities for serving the community and um, embodying the love of Christ in Greer. I think different than we've had before and really different than we would have, you know, Lord willing when we settle down somewhere. So uh, I think it's our, our desire to really own this season well and, and see what comes from it. So well, thank you guys for uh, being on the podcast today. I uh, thank you for listening. I do want to acknowledge that the sound quality is not the best. These guys were ribbing me on that before we started to record. Um, <laughs> And we're figuring it out. This is a bit of a, um, a work in progress, but we appreciate you uh, tuning in and uh, be sure to rate us on iTunes. Uh, thanks. We'll talk to you next time.